The guru is live. Good morning. Wow, we're in a cold snap here in the Northwest. I'm out here in the Columbia River Gorge, and we're down in the low 20s. We've got wind kicking up towards about 40 mile an hour this morning. We've got single digits going on this morning. Good boy, I hope you're having a great morning. Our topic this morning is what is a natural spring and why do you why would you possibly care what a natural spring is? Well, this is Real Estate Daily with your guru and we are here every day to build your business. Build your business bigger than it ever could be even imagined for you. So let's get on to building your business. And our topic today is what is a natural spring? And uh, just by the way, why would you care what a natural spring is? So your client comes up to you and they say, I want to take a look at this property. And it, it has a spring. I'm interested in, in, the, in the water source. And it has a spring on it. What does a spring mean? What kind of things can come from a spring? What even causes a spring? Hey, before we get into this though, take a second, like the show, hit that like button. It makes me so happy it, for you to just like, go down there, hit the like button. Any of the little things that come up be terrific. Also, put in the comments, have you shown properties with natural springs? What did they look like? What were your clients' questions? How did you deal with the natural spring on the property? Because there's a lot of questions as agents that this topic brings up. And I would love to hear from you about some of the things you had to deal with when it comes to a natural spring. Also, go over to YouTube and remember to subscribe to the YouTube Guru channel. That's the, and the address is right down here below in, in the banner. You can click on that, that address in the banner and go over to the YouTube. And if you're not already there and click on subscribe, the subscribe button opens up the Guru members only events. You gotta be a Guru member to open it up. You gotta be a subscriber to open up the Guru members only events. You open that up, and every week we take a deeper dive for members only. It doesn't cost you anything other than subscribing, but it shows me who is serious about building their business. Okay, let's get on to it. What causes a spring? Well, a spring is a natural source of water springing up from the ground. We're not talking rainwater. Rainwater causes a pond. A spring is something springing up from the ground. It can at times even look like it's bubbling up. Now, a spring is not caused. We're talking a natural spring here. A spring is not caused by creek water. That would create a pond. That would create some other lake effect. But a spring is a natural body, a natural source of water springing up. And the spring itself can create a pond. All right. So we're getting past the definition of what is a spring. But why are we so concerned about springs? Well, let's talk rain, 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 rain. Why are we so concerned about rain and springs and ponds? Because it raises, it raises the water table. 
And all of a sudden the water table is up, which also can make it more possible for the spring to be enacted, but also can cause flooding for that property. And when your, your client asks about the spring, you need to start thinking about flood zones. Hold on a moment while I take a break and have a sip of coffee. You know, I'm drinking some Black Rifle coffee this morning. You can find down right down here in the in the banner. I believe we can put in the the address or the the name of the company, Black Rifle Coffee Company. You can see it right down there in the banner. Absolutely fantastic coffee. Let me tell you something neat about this. And they're not even a sponsor of the show yet, although I'm going after them. I the Black Rifle Coffee Company supports our troops. And I love that about them. I'm a huge supporter of our troops, and I, I believe strongly in it. So they are a supporter of our troops, and please, please support them. I am drinking this morning, by the way, the Blackbeard, and I get the whole bean and grind it with a burr grinder. Okay, let's get back. Let's get back over to natural springs and the problem with natural springs. So the water table comes up, it's high. Now we have possible flooding problems, depending on where this thing is at on the property. Also, we want to think, though, about hazards. We have hazard problems with natural springs. That, and by the way, it's not just for humans. It can be hazards for animals, our pets, our dogs, our horses. We, we, we have a donkey here in uh, the Columbia River Gorge where my farm is, we have a donkey, we have other, we have goats, sheep, we have, we have animals, and this can cause marshlands. So the water table comes up, you've got, it's spring fed, and the, and the rain can add to that, creating this pond marshy area, and animals and humans can get stuck in it, and it can be life threatening. That can be a problem. That can be something that your client's going to want to know about when they ask, well, what about this spring? What, what's going on with it? What, where are the springs found? Well, springs are found usually in a lower area of the property. Not always. You can have a spring because it's springing up, depending on what it is. I mean, if you've got something like an artesian spring, you've really got something going on with some pure water ha happening. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But it can happen anywhere on the property, but the spring is likely to pond in a low air. I mean, let's just think about it. None of us are professionals when it comes to springs. Well, certainly I'm not. That's your real estate guru. But it's likely to pond in a lower area of the property. Often that becomes a pasture area for our animals, a play area. Or the way home uh, properties get divided up, your home may be uh, built very close to these ponding areas. So you have to be aware. You will want to ask the current owner the history of this pond, the history of the spring. What's going on? When is it fully enacted? How does the rainwater interact with it? Is there a drain off point 
to this spring. So, for example, once the spring gets so large and it ponds up, is there a, a, a natural drain-off point? Maybe it, it creates a small creek once it gets high enough and it drains itself. Where does it drain? You're going to want to know this. Your clients want to know. Remember, we're always talking. KSAs, knowledge, skills, and abilities. Knowledge, skills, and abilities. This is one of the knowledge areas. You want to have some general knowledge. You may need to bring in a specialist about springs and ponds to talk about this. Because it's important to understand something about it, at least to the point of bringing someone in to explain it further. It can be a hazard. It can be a life-threatening hazard. It can also be what we legally call an attractive nuisance because it creates this pond. You know, water is very attractive. Lots of people want to have a home with a natural water source somewhere on it so they can have ducks or geese, waterfowl, or just for just for the aesthetic purposes of all the wildlife that are attracted around the water source. That's awesome. I love that. I, I, I wish so much I had a water source on my property out here in the Columbia River Gorge. My, my property, the few acres we have, does not have a, a natural water source. So we don't get to enjoy the, the waterfowl that would come around on it. We would love it. It's also a hazard. And when children and other people, even adults, learn of this in the, that's in the area, it's what we refer to as an attractive nuisance. Let's break that down here just real quick. Attractive nuisance. It doesn't mean that it's really a nuisance. We, this is a legal term. It means that it is an attracting point that people want to come and visit and see. Even though they don't know much about it, they've heard of it. They've heard of this spring and pond and thing going on and the waterfowl maybe that happens around it and it's a, a point of beauty. But you may need to protect it. You may need to fence around it. You, may, you, may, you definitely need to ask the last owner, what did they do about this attractive nuisance thing they got going on? You also want to call insurance. Insurance, remember, it's a hazard. It's a hazard for flooding. There's lots of hazards that go along with it. Remember the attractive nuisance thing. It's also a hazard for insurance purposes because it might flood your home. So if you're purchasing a home and it's higher than the pond, let's say it's 15 feet higher than the, than, than the, the natural spring feeding a pond, 15 feet at the home portion. But the home has a basement. So the basement goes down another, you know, 10 feet. Now we're getting close. The pond was 15 feet in elevation lower now your home, the, the basement goes down further. When the rains come, what happens to the water table? You've got to know this. And the best way to know this is to contact your insurance carrier. We are not insurance professionals, but you will want to know this for your client. So 
when we learn this for our client, what is the deal with insurance? I mean, are they uninsurable? No, you're going to find that these things are insurable, but you're going to want to find out what the cost is, what the liability and protection plans for it are. Are you in a hundred year flood zone because of it? Which means a little more rare to ever have floods. Not ep not none though. You know, you're not in a zero flood area. So you want to know what kind of liability you are dealing with. All right, what do natural springs look like? Well, we've gotten this far into our conversation and we haven't even talked about, you know, what do they actually look like? Pardon me while I sip my coffee this morning, slow down a little bit. Wow, it is, it is something severe cold outside. With the wind chill going on in the gorge, we have single digits going on this morning. That, that is crazy. I will tell you, your real estate guru will be staying inside uh, today, tomorrow, and the next day while it's cold. I'm not much for that kind of a bitter cold person. All right. So what do they, what do they look like? They often look like a, a small lake or a pond, but they can also look like a marshy area. So you want if you see a marshy area on the property, the question you have for the current owner is, what is creating this constant marsh? So you're in the middle of summer. You're busy looking for homes because it's a hot time of the year to look for homes. And it's a nice time to go and look for marshy areas. Because if you've got a marshy area in the summertime, what does that look like in the wintertime? You're going to want to know for your client, and you will showcase your knowledge, skills, and abilities right in front of the client. The more often we can showcase your knowledge, skills, and abilities, and often knowledge is the ability to bring up the right questions. You want the right questions to be asked. You don't have the answers. I don't have the answers. But asking the right questions, your client will be thankful. And they I promise you, they will remember it. And when you close on the deal and you're able to answer the right or ask the right questions, they will remember you and refer you as this wonderful agent that was able to help guide them through the myriad of problems of purchasing a home with a natural spring. So what do they look like? They look like a lot of things, but they can look just like a marshy area, which is common for a natural spring. It's simply a marshy area that remains wet often year round, but not all. They can be partial year springs. We I have seen them. We went out and the people say, well, well, when, when the uh, water table comes up and it starts raining again, this area here becomes marshy because the, the water table rises and we have a spring that hits the surface. Well, real, that, that's really close to the surface. So it probably doesn't have to raise a whole lot. That's important information. If it's marshy, though, in the summertime, so you're in the heat, of the, you're out there and it's 90 degrees and you've got a marshy area on the property. 
that needs to be, seriously needs to be investigated because you got marsh going on in the heat of the summer. Water tables have dropped. Typically, you know, we're not getting so much rain at that point in time. It's hot. Water tables are down. And here you've got this marshy area. You need to showcase your knowledge by asking the right questions with your clients to the agent on the other side, to the owners, to find out what's going on. Then you need to go and pull records through your insurance carrier. You need to have a good insurance person on your team. You can call up and say, hey, looking at the house at 123 Main Street. We went to the backyard and it's marshy back there. And it's August 15th and it's marshy. What do you show on your maps as an insurance carrier? What have you, what can you pull up for us? A good insurance carrier will help you with this. They will be able to pull information about insurability of that home. And that is critical information. Okay. Slowing down here just for a second. I got to take another sip of coffee. Hope you're enjoying your coffee this morning. Follow us on social media. We are all over social media. We're on LinkedIn. Follow us on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is such a wonderful source. I don't mention them very much on, on the show here, but LinkedIn is a terrific, terrific source. I dearly love it. You'll find us on there. Our show is live on LinkedIn. If you want to go see it right on LinkedIn, we are simulcast over on LinkedIn. Terrific source. Love the fact that LinkedIn is focused at building your career as we are. Great partner in this. LinkedIn, absolutely wonderful. When I say partner, I mean that social aids. They're not a partner to the show necessarily other than we have an account over there. Okay, YouTube, of course, you can follow us over there and become a guru member by subscribing. Facebook, follow us on Facebook. Make a comment over in Facebook or any of, the, any of these platforms. Twitter, we are live on Twitter every day. And for those of you that want to go to Twitch, which is largely a gaming platform from my understanding of Twitch, we are live on Twitch every day, every day. <laughs> but I went and looked at Twitch. I thought, wow, this is a very interesting platform. It's quite different. If you haven't been to twitch.com, Go to take a look at Twitch. It's a fascinating platform. You will find our show over there live every day over on Twitch. Okay, let's jump back over here to, you know, what, what do we do with a pond? And what about the water source? What if the water source for the home comes from the pond itself? Is that legal? Can that happen? Well, let me tell you, I've dealt with this on several occasions. Yes, you can have a legal water source coming from a natural spring. In fact, the natural spring can be a very clean source of water at times. Not always. It needs to be tested. But you can have a clean source of water coming from the spring. So you will have homes and homes right here in the Northwest that have a source of water coming right from it. But are these homes 
Is the water source safe? And is it financeable? Those are the two questions. Well, you're only going to know that, it, that it's safe after having it tested. That's the only possible way you're going to know about the safety. Generally, people have been living there. You can make some assumptions that the people seem to be okay, and they've been there for years. The water source, and that's what's been used, the water source likely is safe, but you're going to want to make sure because you never know what you're dealing with. Is it financeable? Now, that this is a very in-depth question. We're only going to touch upon it a little bit today. But, then, you, you know, we started off the show. Why do you care about springs? Your, your gurus talk about a water source called a spring. Why do you care? Well, I'll tell you when it all boils down. It all boils down to closing a deal and putting money in your pocket and making a relationship with your client and having a great deal so they refer you to even more business. But you're only going to do that if you can close the deal. You have to be able to close the deal. So are they financeable? Well, I've dealt with this on several occasions. And I can tell you, if you have a natural spring, a natural spring, you are going to have to find other springs in that area as comparables that there isn't another water source to hook up to. There's not a county source of water easily accessible. There aren't other sources. In fact, you need to show that others in a large scope are using spring-fed water sources. Once you do that, and we... When we've done it, we've only had to find a couple because you're not going to find a lot. You're not, you're not going to go out there and find hundreds of these. But when you do find them, you can use those as a comp. Show that to the lender. And we have been able to close deals that the water source for the home, though going through the pump system, pumping right off of the spring, the surface waters of the spring absolutely was financeable. That's amazing. That puts money in your pocket and that puts skills and abilities and knowledge right in your pocket that you now know what to talk with your client about. You know the path and the path is going to be talking to your lender and getting comps. You know your job is going to be significant because you've got to go and find other homes that have a water source of this type. The research can be tough because you're going to be looking into the notes. A lot of the, the descriptions of the properties that are out there that sold don't include what kind of water source. So you're going to have to spend some time digging deeper into the MLS, deeper into the notes. You probably will have to go to other sources like a title company that can dig deeper into the resources of that property to find out what is the water source. You're looking for comps, comparables that also used a spring water source. All right, here's the simple truth. Humans have used 
spring water for hundreds of years, probably thousands of years. This is nothing new. This is not a new concept. This isn't something new, you know, that we're, we're suddenly coming up with, oh, let's, let's go ahead and use, use this as a water. No, th th this is nothing new. The new part is, is do the lenders, are the lenders going to allow it? it it's similar to the problem of a heat source that we were talking about just the other day, that can you use wood only, a fireplace as a heat source? Lenders aren't allowing it. You can't only have a, a fireplace. You have to have something else as a sustainable heat source. Well, water, though, is different. Well, they are still allowing it, but there's some hoops that you have to jump through to make it financeable. And this is where you showcase to your client your knowledge and your ability to ask the right questions. I love that when I can showcase to my client, I don't have the answer, but I have the right questions. They will know it. They're noticing. They're paying attention as to who is helping them through this complicated process when they didn't even know the question to ask. You, you know, that is respectable. Sometimes we are simply out there looking for who has the correct question to ask in the process. I want you to build your business bigger than ever before by having the correct questions to ask, sometimes the correct answers. You'll be able to point them in the correct direction. But you need more leads to become more clients. If you are stuck right now with not enough business, you want to build your business bigger than ever before, we are here to help you do exactly that. You can go and take a look at our, our programs. The link is right down here in the banner at the Kickstarter programs where we have a course for you to go through that is on point for the skills needed today. And let me give you a, a secret. For those that are serious about building your business, we have one-on-one, one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one coaching programs that build your business directly. That is our goal as a business, is building your business bigger than you could have ever imagined it to be, more sustainable, a valuable business that's sustainable for you, it's honorable, you're honoring your family, your children, and you are making this career the choice that you wanted it to be, and you're making it a for real, full-time career that is sustainable. This is Real Estate Daily. I'm your real estate guru, and I'll be talking to you very shortly. But tomorrow, don't forget to sign up on YouTube, subscribe for the guru members only, where we are taking your business even deeper with the members only events. See you tomorrow.